0: Welcome to the Honeycomb Podcast with Sydney and Tacy. We can't wait to chat with you.
1: Hello, honeybees. Welcome back. This is our second episode on the podcast, and Sydney and I are just so stoked to be talking with you all today. Um, so this episode will be about faith and really what that is, um, getting into faith, growing in your faith, how we have grown in our face and what we do to really continue to pursue this. So we are so excited. Um, but Sid, before we get started, I want to hear about your favorite memory or moment of this week. You know, you got to keep it eventful, different quarantine things that we're both trying to do and make our weeks more exciting and new. So yeah, tell me about yours.
0: Oh, I love it. Thank you so much. I'm just so excited for this episode. And really just what God has put on our hearts to share with y'all. And definitely my favorite moment this week, um, just with God and with friends was our Gamma Phi Beta Bible study and just the community and fellowship that has brought, especially during quarantine and like staying at home, not being able to see anyone, just the fact that we can still have that community and that fellowship um, has just been such an incredible blessing and seeing Tacey and all of, you know, my bestie gals from G5 just come together and talk about our weeks and talk about God and dive deep into his word and his truth um, has just been incredible, um, so I'm so thankful for it. So it's definitely my favorite moment from this week, that was yours.
1: I love that. Uh, I totally enjoyed 2.5 Bible City, too. That was definitely one of my favorites, for sure, and seeing everyone's sweet faces on Zoom is just so, so fun and something to look forward to. Um, I would say that, and also, I got to go to my sister's house. She lives near us, and um, my niece is two years old, so we got to go fishing with her and just see her. She's the cutest. Both. Oh my gosh. She is just, she is our sweet and sassy little gal. She is too (laughs) smart for her own good at age two, but it keeps us on our toes. And, you know, she says, let's go fishing. And she knows exactly what's going on. And it's just so cute. So it was just nice to kind of get out of the house and still be socially distancing, but get outside and see the fam. So yeah, that was most definitely one of my favorite things.
0: And your pictures are always so cute. I'm like, send me more. She's literally the cutest little gal ever. <laughs> oh, thank you. She entertains us for sure. <laughs> oh, I love it. Um, So to start off, Tacey and I are just gonna talk a little bit about what faith is. And <laughs> we brainstormed some practical everyday examples of faith with kind of just like Mundane things in life. So, faith is having trust and having faith, um, for example, that the water is going to turn on when we go to take a shower. Like, you know, we just stress that it's going to happen, or trusting and having faith that the coffee machine is going to brew a cup or a pot of coffee. You know, it just kind of happens. And then, trust and having faith that the washer is going to wash our clothes, right? You put it in, you press the button, and you just trust and have faith that when the timer goes off, your clothes are going to be clean and ready to dry in the washer or hang dry. Um, And even thinking about when I was a little girl, I'd always have trust and faith that my mom would pick me up from soccer practice or the mom that was supposed to pick up for carpool that day would pick us up. We weren't, you know, overly worried of like, oh, like, is my mom going to come today? Like, is this going to be one of the days I'm going to have to walk home? Um, So just having trust and faith in that. And then a pretty big one, um, just trust and faith that the sun is going to rise. It's kind of like we just have faith that's going to happen and the sun rises every morning. So Um, I think that kind of starting to talk about faith in our practical everyday lives is a good starting place to talk about what faith is and what it looks like, um, with a relationship, um, with Jesus.
1: Most definitely. I love that we can just really think of those everyday practical things that we just know are going to happen, and it just kind of goes to show that. All of us have faith, really, whether we realize it right now or not. That life in general takes faith, even from the smallest things. So I think it's just a really good reminder that we do have faith, so we can have faith in our relationships yes. with Jesus. Um, it starts even from the little things. So yeah, definitely going off of that, faith is really just complete trust or confidence in someone or something, like we talked about, and we can take this a little further. When it comes to following Jesus, um, following Jesus is trusting that He is who He says He is, that He is the Son of God, and that He will keep all of His promises. And when we believe what God has says, His commandments, the gospel, um, and just thing that different things that the Word of God teaches us, that really grows our faith. It allows us to get to know Him better, and just puts into perspective what our faith is, where it comes from, and really where he wants to take us with that. So again, what does faith come from exactly? Faith comes from God and faith is a precious gift from God to us. So even from those little things, that's faith, that is faith from God, things that he's provided for us in our world today. Faith comes from the Father and the Son. Faith comes from the power of God and the Holy Spirit in us. I just love thinking about that. And sometimes it's crazy because it's like, okay, we have faith in things that we don't even fully grasp all the way. But again, that's a part of it. That's a part of taking that leap of faith that we don't have to have it all figured out right here, right this second. But God's promises still stand true. And it's something bigger than ourselves. And that's honestly really reassuring to me, knowing that it comes from hearing the gospel, reading his word, and abundantly sharing it, too. So I just love it.
0: Yeah, I love that taste. Oh, I just... um. I'm feeling led to just kind of share about, you know, it's hard to have faith, right? It's hard to believe, um, or even when our faith is being tested, it's really, you know, hard to not want to have everything figured out and kind of just sit in a place of, you know, humbling ourselves and saying, hey, I don't have all the answers. I don't have this all figured out. But what gives me peace is knowing that God does. God Mm -hmm. has all of the answers. He has all of it figured out. And it's not something that we're, you know, we're constantly trying to grow in our faith and grow in our relationship with the Lord. But at the same time, he's got it. It's in his hands. And we, you know, I can fully say, I can go lay my head on my pillow at night and I am confident that God is going to provide And protect and take care of me. Um, And I just pray that and um, hope that over all of you listening and you taste that we can just continue to grow and dive into our faith more. So, what must we do as believers and what are we called to do when it comes to faith? So, the Bible specifically tells us to live by faith. 2 Corinthians 5 7 says for we live by faith not by sight so you know it's kind of going back to what tacy said earlier earlier we faith is trusting but not always seeing something right mm-hmm. so we yeah. we have trust that god is going to keep his promises and provide and protect for us um but sometimes we might not always see that we can which can also be discouraging, but we live by faith and not by sight and not by knowing everything under the sun. So the Bible also says, stand firm in the faith. And God commands us and wants us to stand firm fully in his faith and in his truth. And 1 Corinthians sixteen thirteen says, be on your guard, stand firm in the faith, Be courageous, be strong. Um, And I think that is just such an encouragement because God has given us the opportunity to spend time in His Word and study and learn from Him, which ultimately gives us strength and courage and boldness. And I think that's even more of an opportunity to fight for our faith, right? If you know, you know, the background or the basis or the foundation of your faith, then that's when you're able to truly fight for your faith and know what you believe. And the Bible also commands us to fight for our faith. In 1 Timothy 6.12, it says, fight for the, fight, sorry, fight the good fight of the faith, take hold of the eternal life to which you were called when you were made your good confession in the presence of many witnesses. So I think that's just even more of a testament um, to stand firm in our faith, live by our faith, and ultimately grow in our faith. So 2 Thessalonians 1.3 says, We ought always to thank God. For your brothers and sisters, and rightly so, because your faith is growing more and more and the love all of you have for one another is increasing. So the fact that we have community and we have fellowship is just an opportunity to grow in our faith and grow in our relationship with the Lord. Um, Tacey and I have a couple other um, references as to what we must do as believers And what we're called to do when it comes to faith. Um, So we must face everything with faith. Um, And we must remain true to the faith. Increase our faith. Please God by our faith. Combine faith with hope and love. And tell others about our faith. So we have verse references to go along with those. Um, So we will post those on our Instagram. and. In the description box, if you want to go through, write those down, um, or even study those
1: more um, and
0: grow in your faith with us.
1: Yes, it' straight up truth. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing all of those. I think it is important to really go back to where our faith roots in and God's word that is being provided to us is evidence. Honestly, that's what it is. So it's very reassuring that when we don't understand and when maybe we're feeling overwhelmed that um, we do have the Bible and the story of Jesus and him being our Lord and Savior to, you know, really be our firm foundation. And I really want to just touch on more uh, of first Corinthians 16, 13, that you said, be on your guard, stand firm in the faith. And I think that this just honestly gives peace because it It is okay to not always have it figured out. It is okay to feel confused. It is okay to doubt and have questions and wrestle with God because, you know, I used to think of that as just kind of a bad thing, like getting down on myself as to why I was confused or why I was having doubt. And I still have doubt today, even in a growing in my faith. I think that's going to be an ongoing thing of faith. And I think that the questioning and the wrestling really leads us to more growth in our faith because God expects that of us. He knows how human we are. That's why He sent His Son to be in human form. He understands exactly our minds and what we're going through, and that His thoughts are higher than our thoughts and His ways are higher than our ways. So I think that for anyone just having doubt or struggling, or anyone that may come to have doubt, and a reminder for us, because we are human and we are going to face those doubtful times and even in a time like today there's days where it can be so confusing and overwhelming but God said be on your guard he knew that it wasn't always going to be easy but again stand firm in the faith and I think when we do just persevere and push through those doubtful challenging times that he um he really does provide and it may not be you know that instant answer or it might not be as clear as day one day as it is a week months years later but He does come around to our obedience to him in having faith. And that's just part of taking that leap of faith. Um, So, yeah, we also want to talk more about what we do to get into the word. You know, we're throwing all these scriptures at you, which is amazing. But to really start somewhere kind of with getting into our quiet times and what even is quiet time? What does that look like? How do we actually Come to enjoy reading the scripture more than just <laughs> yeah. a religious task that, you know, is sometimes viewed as boring or um, just kind of the same old same thing. But God really does transform our hearts through His Word. So, Sid, what does that kind of looks like for you, and how do you find the most joy in spending time with the Lord?
0: Yeah. So, scheduling your time with God and making time with Jesus a priority. Is in my mind so important and something that I have really been focusing on in order to grow my faith, which is Mm. I can be nourished and I can be filled up by sermons and by podcasts and by outside sources, but ultimately, God's word is the number one, like nothing else can stand up to that, right? Sermons and podcasts and all of these things ultimately are so great and they're so good. But if we're not diving into the word and we're not growing in his word and learning more about God and his character, um, then how can we truly grow in our faith? So Something that Tacey and I both do um, is quiet time, and what that looks like for me is most days I spend time with Jesus, and I do my quiet time in the morning and at night, which just something that I've kind of fallen into a really good routine with. Um, I love waking up and just spending time with God, and it looks different every day, but without a doubt, that is my kind of schedule I wake up, I start my quiet time with prayer um, and at morning and at night I connect best with God right when I wake up and before I hit um, you know the pillow to fall asleep and this may look different for you so pray and ask God and do some reflection and just you know ask yourself when do I feel like I connect best with God? That might be in the middle of the day, you know, when you're eating lunch or um, kind of just throughout your day, kind of picking up little pieces like, hey, I have a couple minutes. I'm going to open my Bible app and spend, you know, a little bit of time with God. Or it could be long, sustaining amounts of time in the morning or at night. So just figuring out, you know, what works best for you. And for me, morning and night, God has my undivided attention. And I think that's the most important thing when it comes to quiet time is quiet time is spending time with the Lord. So maybe putting your phone on airplane mode and putting it in a different room and getting that distraction away, um, and finding a quiet spot to truly have quiet time. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's so cool because, you know, you're alone with God, but in those quiet moments with God, that's when I hear Him the loudest and um, the biggest in my heart, revealing truths not only about me and my identity, but His brothers or my brothers and sisters in Christ and God's own heart and His character. So, you know, this sandwich quiet time, I like to call it, like morning and night, allows me to truly process with God throughout my day. And talk and ask God questions, right? Because it, you know, it's a normal thing to have questions and wrestle with God a little bit if you know you're confused or not fully understanding. So, kind of pondering those things and talking with Him throughout my day really truly helps me to find peace and stillness right before I'm going to bed. When I'm bringing back up that scripture and maybe rereading what I read in the morning and praying over that really helps me, um, go to bed with a grateful heart. So I want to wake up in the morning and, you know, some mornings I'm frustrated and I'm just like, I need to spend time with God because he is going to bring me peace and stillness. And so I want to wake up with a grateful heart. i want to go to bed with a grateful heart. And sometimes I have a you know, hard time falling asleep. So um, a little tip I have is if I ever can't sleep, I just pray myself to sleep, which also just allows, you know, my mind and my heart to really truly be at rest. Um, And so I'm thankful for that. So maybe you could try that out. (laughs) Um, I also just love to change up my quiet time here and there. But I start my quiet time with prayer to ask God to reveal more of himself and more of his heart and his character to me. And that puts me in the right headspace to dive into quiet time or dive into a study or dive into, you know, what we're reading for our Bible study at G5 that week. And in 2020, I've been reading through the Old Testament so far and Boy, is that hard! And also, oh. if <laughs> you need to, you know, need something to put you to sleep, <laughs> read the Old Testament. <laughs> no, <just kidding. laughs> it's all good. We love the Old Testament, but it's also just kind of hard to understand. And so, resources like a study Bible or things like a concordance or the app Blue Letter Bible, um, I would highly recommend. Y'all check it out if you haven't. It is such a good resource for just different translations and understanding the Bible and just history. And something that also has helped me so much is the Bible Project on YouTube. They have incredible videos that outline, you know, the history and just different Bible stories and it really helps put everything into perspective and helps me study and dig deeper. And so I'm just, you know, so thankful for those things. And something that really helps me, too, is not setting a goal in reading scripture. I feel like you know, when I was younger, I'd say, Oh, I'm going to read the whole Bible. Okay, I'm going to start from the beginning. You like close yeah. it and you open up to Genesis and you're like, Okay, I'm ready. Let's start. Let's get this going. And you read, you know, I'd read through and I'd get through Exodus. I'm like, Oh, I love Moses and wow, he's so cool and all these things. And then I get to Leviticus and I'm like, You know, I just stop reading. And, um, at that point, like my mindset was, oh, I have to get through the whole Bible. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes. I think that reading the whole Bible is such an awesome thing because you're able to spend such an immense time, you know, reading God's word, but also like God doesn't want us to rush things, right? He wants us to be still and know, right? So just (laughs) kind of, I always remind myself, hey Sid, it's okay to meditate on one verse for a day, a week, a month. Like, really, truly just resting in God's word doesn't have to feel like a marathon where you're like, oh, I have to rush and get through this. Or, ah, I'm only on chapter two of this book of the Bible that I've been trying to read through. It's like, well, what if God has, you know, kind of slowed the breaks and he's like, hey, maybe read chapter two over and over and over mm-hmm. again, and the more that we spend time and the more repetition we have within his word, the more he's going to reveal to us, right? The more things that are going to pop out on the page or, you know, connections will happen if you're reading the Old Testament with connections in the New Testament, all these different things, so Maybe try your quiet time, you know, without setting a goal. Just say, hey, God, please just reveal your heart and your truth and just let God lead you in that. Um, So, taste, I'd love to hear about your quiet time and what you do and things that are similar and different.
1: Yes, totally. Oh, my goodness. I love all of that. And um, I just wanted to touch on, too, that you were saying you're reading through the Old Testament and you're like, oh, boy, it's hard, but it's so good. And I think that's just such an important reminder to all of us to just give ourselves grace that it is hard sometimes. And sometimes you read things and the Bible can be (laughs) so brutally honest and you feel so convicted like, uh, so I suck. No, I'm just kidding. But really you read it and it's just like, shoot, I'm not applying this to my life or maybe I'm not living this out. And it can just feel hard, but it is just so refreshing to know that the word was written not to condemn or guilt us or shame us, but to convict and then repent and not have to carry the weight. And I just love this. Actually, our sweet friend, Skylar, who um, helps lead our 25 Bible study, said that a couple weeks ago. And that was just so life-giving for me to hear that. Okay. Yes. Sometimes the Bible is so brutally honest and you think, well, didn't really want to hear that, but I know I needed to. But then it's like, no, it's not to pull you away from it or make you frustrated or angry. And if you are, that's okay. That is so normal. But just knowing above all of that, above all of the frustration and just kind of the hard to understand parts or the confusing parts, or it's like seems foreign almost sometimes, like using those resources that Sid said, and my study Bible is literally the best thing ever. So thankful about that really just lays out the greater meanings that I sometimes don't fully grasp at first glance when I am reading through something. And that is just so normal and so okay. And God's grace and love is so abundant. And there's literally nothing that we could do to make that go away. So just really reassuring us and something that's been helping me grow in my thoughts and just um, my faith is okay. Conviction is a good thing. Conviction pulls us closer to God because it makes us learn more about ourselves as humans in comparison to who God is and how almighty and powerful He is. So that's just been really peace giving and life giving to me to know no, 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 this is good that you're reading these beautiful or beautifully, they are beautiful, but brutally honest, hard things sometimes because it just makes you realize more about who God is when as humans, we are not. So I just wanted to add that. But um, with my quiet time, similar to Sid, I love to do it in the mornings, just really start my day. I heard this once in a podcast, and it said, um, read the good news before the hard news. And I just think that is so true, especially right now, like, start your day with that refreshing, just peaceful, still time with God, let the world and all distractions around you just kind of be put on pause and fully focus on you and him and what he is trying to reveal to you, um, especially when the world around us seems just confusing and frazzled and um, just kind of hopeless, it's just really reassuring to just wake up and fuel my mind, and my soul, and my heart with what is true, even when the world around me says otherwise. Also, when I was kind of just getting started with doing my quiet time, I was like, "What even is reading the Bible?" Like. Why do I actually have to read it like I love a faith which is most definitely true. <laughs> but it is just so cool to me how God really did transform my heart by reading his word. I think that that has been the biggest contributor to where my faith is today other than like obviously fellowship and community and role models of faith and mentors and those around me that just do model such great faith and again like those podcasts and sermons like we said because Those resources should most definitely be um, utilized. That's why they're there. And those are blessings and those are amazing. But definitely, definitely, definitely just him and I and what he is telling me has really rewrote my perspective and my heart. Um, And it took so much time, but God is so faithful and he's so patient with us too, which is just so reassuring that, again, even when we're kind of just getting started, he's so, so, so patient and just continues to just love on us so big and so boldly, even when always we are not having it all figured out. But, um, so yeah, with, with, when I got that all started, I definitely referred to devotionals. Um, like Jesus calling is a really good devotional and Joyce Meyer, and we can have those linked in the description. Um, but they actually provide little verses one, two, three verses, and then really just a long, explanation of those verses. And it was just really helpful to have somewhere to start and a greater grasp and understanding about what the word was trying to say and just having um, really what they were writing out stick with me. And then that kind of grew me into diving more into reading um, different books in the Bible or different verses at a time. And I still love devotional so much, but it's cool to see how God kind of Started there for my quiet time and led me into, you know, reading through Romans and I'm reading through Matthew right now or reading through different verses at a time or doing Bible study. So, yeah, I think it's just good to start somewhere and then just really see what happens from there. Um, And, yeah, just continue to pray through it because, again, like we said, it can be overwhelming, but there are so many amazing resources to kind of ease that um, overwhelmingness that it might bring at different points in time. Let's see. Yeah, just really wrestling through it, I think, is um, important and totally, totally, totally okay and normal. Um, yeah.
0: Awesome. Um, Tacey, when you're talking about, um, like, God's word not, mm-hmm. you know, being condemning or, like, used to, like, guilt and shame us Mm -hmm. um my mind was just like brought back to um genesis which i studied a couple months ago and um just reminded me of a story of abraham and isaac and god had asked abraham to go sacrifice his son and um that's in chapter 22 if you want to go look at it more, study it more. Um, if you we were to talk about it in depth, this podcast would be like five hours long. So y'all can go <laughs> check it. that out. But I just wanted to talk about that a little bit. Like the sacrifice of Isaac is the climax to the account of God's dealings with Abraham and just God's supreme test of Abraham's faith. So mm. this is something that kind of just, you know, changed my mindset a little was Abraham was tested and we're tested. Like God tests Mm. us, but he does not tempt us. The enemy tempts us. Um, So God does not tempt us. Temptation truly comes from the enemy along with guilt and shame in order to make us fail. And God tests us in order to confirm our faith or prove our true commitment to him. Um, So I just think that that is such um, an encouragement to kind of, you know, put our head on straight with all this faith stuff. It's like, hey, like, God is good, and God is good all the time. Not just some of the time, not just, you know, when he feels (laughs) like he wants to be good. It's like, God is good all the time, and just that reminder of, like, hey, God tests us, and, you know, the enemy tempts us, so that's just something I wanted to add in, um, that I love that you were talking about that, so, um, even if faith doesn't really make sense right away, or if scripture doesn't makes sense right away or feels like it's not applicable. God's word and his truth is like purposeful and something that's just been on my heart lately will is God will change your heart through Mm -hmm. um like our time we spend in his word and just the fact that reading scripture is such a privilege and it is the best gift truly scripture is God breathed. In 2 Timothy 3.16, it says, all scripture is God breathed. And it is useful for teaching, rebuking, correcting, and training in righteousness. So we, you know, are just standing in the truth and um, the faith that God's word is ultimate and Ultimately, it is the source of um, truth, love, love, and grace that will help us grow in our faith.
1: Totally. I love it. So just encouragement to you all that if you're just getting started or continuing on growing in your faith to um, just really hang in there with reading scripture and finding those quiet times because we have experienced that God has transformed both of our hearts through it. And fully believe that he will continue to do so for all that come to him and his word. And that has just been encouraging to us. So we want to encourage you with it and also um, more encouragement. Like we did say, God's word is ultimate, Um, really prioritizing that. But again, those sermons and podcasts are so helpful. They They give us perspective beyond our own. And so we want to share a few of our favorite churches and podcasts that we love to listen to I think it is so cool that in this time of social distancing and isolation that although we cannot be in person for church which we do miss so very much that it kind of gives us opportunity to tune in to different churches that maybe we wouldn't on the normal basis that's been so fun for my family to you know literally just go onto YouTube or online platforms on Sundays and say hey what are we listening to today? Cause it's just kind of cool to really utilize those resources. And I think churches, especially right now are just going full blown service mode and just providing as much as they can for the circumstances. So some of my favorite online podcasts and, um, church services are the church. It is a sweet young couple out of Miami, Florida. And I just love just the way that, um, Rich and Don Cherie Wilkerson speak and preach. And they are humorous and bold and just always on fire for God's word. And I think that it's so cool that they relate to the younger crowd, older generations, literally for anyone and everyone. They just make yeah. scripture fun. Like the way they tell stories in the Bible. It it's is like fun. a movie or a theater. The gospel or... gets me hype. No, seriously. I'm like, wait, why is this so entertaining? It's just so... <laughs> Great. So I really encourage, um, any of you listening, if you need a new sermon or church to watch, they have YouTube links and an online platform. They have so many services online on Sunday. They're just uploading their service times live right and left. So that's been super fun to watch for me. Um, and kind of follow them on Instagram and just be encouraged by them. They have very sweet lives. So it's so cool to see. And then let's see also, oh my gosh, Last summer, well, and now, but especially last summer I was when I got introduced to um, the Whoa, That's Good podcast by Sadie Robertson. She, yes. oh, she is literally the best and has honestly been a huge contribution to my faith growing because every day last year on my way to work and on my way home from work, working out, doing whatever it was, Sadie Robertson podcast on 24-7 because I had just discovered her podcast, so then I had a million episodes to watch and just power through them all. But she interviews people on her podcast. So she, um, you know, friends, mentor, family, um, just other people in her faith community. She'll have them on her pod and ask them what the best piece of advice that they've ever been given. And it's like so many different pieces of advice that you just get to soak up all coming back to the word of God, which is so sweet. So I really encourage you all to go listen to her podcast um yeah, what are some of your faves, Sid?
0: Well, I love Flat Irons Church. Um yes. they have been doing incredible sermons and just worship and that I guess is my home church, but I've also been loving Passion City Church and Shelly and mm. Louis Giglio are fire the best. <laughs> I love them so much. Um, so we love watching, um, and just tuning in to Passion City, also Red Rocks Church in Colorado, um, even, um, Northern Hills is another church close to me. They have, um, awesome online services right now, too, and worship, um, So I love all of those, as well as the Grove podcast, which is Passion City's church, um, their women's ministry, and that is amazing. So I'd highly recommend y'all check that out. And we have some exciting news to share with y'all that Tacey and I are just so pumped up about. Our hearts are filled with joy. And love because some of our bestie gals, Riley Boyd and Grace Stolzing, started a podcast and just an Instagram based on um, the calling of Christ. So it's at the calling of Christ and they're just so inspirational and they're wanting to truly just share um, testimonies from followers of Christ and just people's stories. And I think that it's so encouraging. So um, be sure to check them out. And then also our Bessie Gal Morgan, so sweet, started a blog called Mountains of Grace. She has an Instagram and a blog page, and she talked a little bit about the podcast. Um, So make sure to go check her blog out. She has some awesome just encouragement and just really, really rich um, truth that she has to share. So we're so excited to just see God growing and continuing to lead um, our friends in courage and boldness. And we can't wait to see where he takes all of this. So we're just so excited and just wanted to encourage them. Um, so we're so excited.
1: Yay. I love it. I love it so much. I think it is so sweet that God is moving even in the midst Amen. of uncertainty. And when it feels like we don't have opportunities, He plans them still. So we are so thankful. We are so excited and encouraged by our friends being bold in their faith as well. It encourages us to be bold in our faith and that we can all just really come together in this time to pursue what God has planted on our hearts. So we're so excited for you, Riley, Grace, and Morgan. I'm so proud yeah. of you guys. Um, Let's see. Okay, so kind of wrapping up a little bit, we talked a lot about really what faith is, how we apply our faith by getting into God's word, how we can hear other perspectives of God's word, um, how God is moving in the lives of those around us. And now, the power of prayer. So, prayer has just been kind of something always a part of my life, being um, growing up in a Christian home and being a believer. But sometimes <laughs> I'm a very over analytical thinker. So, sometimes I've had moments <laughs> where I'm like, literally, what is even prayer? Like, are you, am I just talking and no one is listening? Or have you guys ever felt that way? So, I just want to reassure you. As I have been reassured by mentors and family and friends in my life that if you are feeling this way, that is so normal and so okay. Um, Something that's helped me with this kind of thought and questioning and that doubt, like we mentioned, is journaling out my prayers and kind of writing letters to God. My roommate actually told me, Carly, sweet Carly, about it's like writing a letter to God. And I thought, huh, that is so true. It really helps You to be distinct and really what is on your heart and what you want to say. Sometimes I can be praying and just my thoughts run wild. And then all of a sudden I pray about one thing and then 50 million things, which is all great, but it's nice to just truly write out what you want to say to him and really kind of make it more clear to you too, and just grow the process of prayer for you. Also, I found lately, especially that praying out loud helps so, so, so much. Again, it kind of is just more distinct. You hear yourself. You hear what's on your heart out loud to Him. It's really like having a conversation with Him. Um, And also, if you're kind of feeling overwhelmed with prayer, I just encourage you to ask to pray with other believers that you know, with us. We love to pray for any of your requests. um, And also praying for other believers and other people in your life, other non-believers. Literally, prayer is for anyone and everyone. And that is a reason that I just love it so much. It's so encouraging. And even in the midst, it can feel like, okay, is he even listening? I'm talking. I'm not getting an answer. He most definitely is. And just encourage you to be patient in kind of the wrestling of prayer and the wrestling of waiting to hear back from the Lord. Yeah. I love that. Well, and
0: just adding on to that taste, we're made to have you know, such a good relationship with our Father, and it is reciprocal. Like, you might not audibly hear God, but He is going to do work in you and in your heart. And at least for me, you know, I see God throughout my day. It's like, mm-hmm. it's the little things, and God truly uses other people to speak to us. Like he speaks yes. through other people. And I think that also is so encouraging. So just opening our hearts up to all of the different avenues that, you know, God uses to speak to us and prayer definitely strengthens our roots. And Casey and I have been kind of talking about this idea of, um, just growing and having a strong foundation and Prayer strengthens our roots, um, which is just built upon, you know, the solid foundation of God's word, of the gospel, of the Bible. So when we begin to pray and to kind of just unclench our fists and say, hey, God, like, Mm. I just want to talk to you, like, just kind of the release of Mm -hmm. all the tension of, you know, we don't we don't have all the answers like we're talking about. In the beginning, but we have the opportunity to pray, and prayer is such an incredible gift from the Lord. And truly, prayer is essential and needed in our journey in our relationship with God. So, prayer and time spent talking to God can feel a bit weird, but kind of what has helped me is um, when we shift our mindset to: Is anyone listening? Like. Mm -hmm. oh, this just kind of feels um, repetitive or, you know, just kind of not really knowing, um, to God, I know you're listening and having faith and trusting that your Father, the one who created you and loves you, is listening. So taking that leap of faith, we can start to build a true relationship with God and a deep, intimate relationship with Him and what he wants for us, and he wants our hearts, and he wants to hear from us, so try, you know, maybe just talking to him like you would talk to a friend. I think that that is, you know, the best way to talk to God, and I just think it's so um, fruitful.
1: Yes, I love that, and I love so that you mentioned um, just, like, he answers prayers that are even beyond what we think, like how we think he's so going to answer. And it's like, it's not always going to be as clear as day, but then in the long run, I always find myself being like, ah, he always knows what's best, even when we think we have it all figured out. So, <laughs> so speaking good. of prayer, Woo! we want to pray um over you all, over the pod, and just in the season of life right now. So be you care if I call Sid? yes call i'll hang up all right amazing okay all right so if you just want to bow your heads wherever you are if you can and pray with us dear lord thank you so much for this time that we get to spend with you talking about you glorifying your name thank you for sweet Sid and her encouraging heart and truths and her passion for you god um I just pray over everyone that is listening, God. We definitely threw a lot out there about faith and that can be overwhelming. So God, I just pray for the most amount of um, your abundant grace and love, God. I just pray that you reassure their hearts that wherever they are at in their faith or if they are questioning or in seasons of doubt and worry and just overwhelming concern, God, that you just reassure them that you are with them and that you 150% understand Exactly where they're at, and that you want to meet them where they're at, God. So I just pray with even through those types of seasons, God, especially with what our world is going through right now, that you just encourage their heart. I encourage all of you to just, um, and I pray for all of you to just tap into reading the word, listening to those resources, um, asking for help, praying to God, being open to what He can and will reveal to you i pray for the most amount of blessings over everyone listening lord and just this world we know that your ways are higher than our own and we trust you
0: god i'm so thankful for tacy and her heart and just her love for you lord and love for others god i pray for um our sweet honeybee listeners um give them the strength and the courage to walk through this next week um, and continue to grow in their faith. Or maybe it's, you know, starting to ask questions of what does following God look like? Um, We hope that um, our words and what you've been speaking through us can be an encouragement to them. Um, Just remind them that they're so loved and precious and we are so thankful for them, and we have been continually praying for them and their hearts and just their relationship with you, and especially amidst all of this chaos and craziness, God, um, just bring peace and stillness upon their hearts, and um, God, I just ask that we can fully walk um in your truth and your grace this week. Um, I'm so thankful and grateful and we love you and we need you and it's in your powerful resurrected name. I pray. Amen.
1: Amen.
0: We love you guys. We're so thankful for you. Um, Catch us on Instagram and we'll definitely have, um, links and resources throughout the week for y'all and we'll be posting the podcast and the church sermons and things like that so can't wait and be up, be on the lookout for those
1: have a great week everyone we love you and we cannot wait to talk to you so soon check out our instagram at honeycomb.podcast for more encouragement and love throughout the week you are so loved can't wait to chat with you soon Love your honeycomb gals.